0: So no one told you wrestling's gonna be this way They job you out, you broke your stables DOA It's like your mom has been the one to make your gear (laughs) <laughs> when it hasn't been day one, your week, your month, and where the hell's fear But we'll be there for you. When Roman Reigns is a bore, we'll, we'll be, be there, there for you. Didn't they have this match before? We'll, we'll be, be there for you. Now your name's Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Adam Wilborn from What Called you, joined by Phil Chambers and Andy Murray from What Called You to discuss all the goings-on in wrestling this week. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Called Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0, AEW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. Uh, we have interviews round table discussions and a roundup of the week complete with the good quiz of course on wrestle coach as i said though joined by phil and andy and uh, well i thought that song would be rather appropriate considering the U-boat, commander-sized elephant in the room. Were the Nazis on Friends? (laughs) It's just Gunther now. It's just the guy in the cafe. It's a coincidence, guys. Come on. Honestly, (laughs) I realize that almost nothing should shock us now with WWE. But when you first read... WWE files trademark for... Trademark? What trademark? <laughs> we never filed a trademark.
1: <laughs>
0: Nazi U-boat <laughs> Commander Gunther Stark. <laughs> breaking all their own rules, as, as Phil and I pointed out in the news yesterday, because they always go, you can't have that name, it's too close to someone yeah. else's name. And they've already got a Stark in NXT 2.0, <laughs> yeah. in zoe Stark. Giving
3: him two names, a first name and a second name, unheard <sighs> of. Was it, well, how, how did you feel finding out that news is...
0: As the the head of news
2: here at Did you think, well, that's my day a lot easier. Yeah, it does like that's the thing about stuff like this. It's objectively terrible, right? But when it happens, it does make our jobs a lot easier because it's like, well, there's ten minutes of content we can talk about. Um the the story that they trademarked this name came out before before NXT. So we didn't know what was gonna happen. It was just, but we could
0: reasonably, <laughs> assume yeah. The Austrian,
2: the mat is sacred. Yeah. The ring general might have something to do with it. Yeah, the Imperium guy, uh, <laughs> it was doing the rounds, and I can't remember who tweeted it first, but somebody pointed out that this was the name of a U-boat commander in the Second World War, and it was like, oh my god, what are these morons doing? I,
0: I think my favorite part of it, Phil, and I mentioned this, and I have done on several occasions was the Vincels attempting to claim... Guys, it's just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots that they've landed on this name.
3: God,
2: there was loads of Nazi U-boat
3: commanders. They were called <laughs> all sorts of things.
2: I saw one guy going, oh well that means you can't call them any German name in case they're a Nazi. It's <laughs> like <laughs> call them Adolf anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> political correctness gone back. Yeah, it's lunatics. People will defend anything. Won't
0: and now they? they'll I guarantee there will be people who, when we bring it up maybe at like our End of year thing. Like, remember when they tried to call Walter a Nazi U-boat commander's <laughs> name. They'll say, guys, all he ever did was say my name was Gunther, and then they changed it to Gunther. So they just changed Walter to Gunther, guys. There was never any suggestion <laughs> that just... They just so and tried to to fail the, fi- file the trademark for Gunther Stark. Then the backlash happened when he just said <laughs> Gunther on on the yeah. TV show, and then they went quietly, as we reported yesterday, Phil. Uh, you know what? I I don't mind. We'll we'll, we'll back off trademarking. Come <laughs> yeah, to a start. Well, we'll just- We'll there was a lot of competition for that, that anyway. Line. Yeah, but, hey, we wanted Gunther Stark for
2: our thing. I can't. I can't imagine people were queuing up to file applications for it. No, maybe it's the actual does. Gunther Stark might. Have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually sunk in the English Channel in uh,
1: 1944.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, take a seat, Gunther. <laughs> um, it, it's wild. I don't buy into this theory that WWE didn't know about it earlier, oh, earlier. No, God, like no. at the time, like oh, I can't imagine they did this on purpose. What? They tried to name a Japanese guy Hirohito. <laughs> a bloody, you know, like a few years ago. Well, I say a few years ago. It was like 20 or something. Yeah. But like, gee, come on. Like, it's WWE. They totally looked it up. They wanted this name. They Googled it. They found the connotations and went, ah, nobody else will Google this. <laughs> Filed it. And then abandoned it because they realized this is uh,
0: not good. And this, in the same week, or around the same week, I think it broke over the weekend, technically, around the same week where Mustafa Ali has basically (laughs) said, there was one thing they said that's made me go, you know what, I'm out of here, and they have refused to let him leave, which is ridiculous. But also, again, not that surprising from WWE.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like, especially with Mustafa Ali, it kind of feels like it's been... just You've just been sat there waiting for something like this to come out about Vince pitching ideas to him because... (laughs) Of exactly what his name is, let's face it. And the history of how uh, that's kind of been treated within the WWE. So it makes it's not shocking at all that any of these things come out. Cause you know, like you see it, like you hear about the crazy ideas that like people have turned down from Vince and it's like it just goes way past these things. And like if that's the kind of things he's pitching on a constant basis, some of those are gonna slip through the cracks and some of them are gonna end up on TV.
0: We have got two separate books available right now, shop.com, to buy. Around wacky ideas that they yeah. just didn't do, like uh, a Frozen Nazi, I think Heidenreich was talking Baron yeah. Baba,
3: there he is. There's been plenty of
2: apps. But then also, year, right?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> another book filled with stuff they actually did.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's no shortage of examples throughout the years, is there? Yeah. So um, I wonder about
0: Mustafa Ali, though. Yes. Like you mentioned on the news today. Tony Storm said, "I want to go," and they go, "Fair enough." Yeah, and then, but this is more like a
2: this is spiteful. This this feels like complete spite after the report that him and Vince got into an argument. It's like the guy hasn't been used on TV since the argument that he reportedly had over this idea that he would never do um It all ties together in two neat a bundle for me. Like, and this is just me speculating for it not to be all connected. Yeah. Um. It's it's a ridiculous story. He asked for one show off, according to Sean Rossap, for for paternity leave uh, for the birth of his daughter uh, around Survivor Series kind of time, and nothing since. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's just it, it, it's a total dick move. Like, it really is. The guy doesn't want to be there anymore. You're not going to use him as anything more than what he currently is, which in WWE is a mid-card guy. He's not happy. You're not going to do anything with him. He's very talented. What are you going to do? Why? Why would you hold off? Is it because he upset little Vince in an argument over a bad idea? Is Vince upset about that? Oh, grow up, man. You're
3: That's 76. The thing with Mustafa Ali as well. It's like he's, an, he's another one of those guys that you never hear anything bad about like yeah. from people who yeah. are behind the scenes. Like He seems like genuinely yeah. like a lovely, lovely guy and like everything he's put out on social media he sounds sound and it's like everything he's like they've given him so far he's done his absolute best with mm, and pretty yeah. much knocked it out of the park. Even the goddamn retribution stuff, he still somehow managed to create something interesting within his promos for that, all, of the story and and like, all he, this, that other like, And
0: he was like, you know what, we're going to go above and beyond, we're going to go .com exclusives, we're going to do social media to try and yeah. explain and away this. he really this goddamn
3: tries his best with all these things. Like remember going back to the promos that he did when he was like outside on the stairs or wherever it was, Like back when he was going to be leading into the WrestleMania and then he got injured. Yeah. Like That was, stuff was absolutely great and there's so much there with Ali that could 100% work if you just gave him the chance to actually win with it and be himself instead of being what Vince pictures someone called Mustafa to be. Yeah, yeah,
0: like imagine not suggesting necessarily that <laughs> was his idea, but imagine going in with this like, I've got this idea, we'll somehow use it to bring together the SmackDown hacker thing that you just dropped for mm-hmm. no reason. And this, I've got this idea for this invading force. We love a bit of that, don't they, in WWE? Easy stuff. Yeah. And you go, okay, got it. Right, they come in for, to make it Vince's cup of tea. It's like Antifa, basically. <laughs> yeah. And they, they smash <laughs> one window twice, and they cut, cut the ropes up, and they do all this bollocks. Let's say that was his plan, and they go, great, I love it. You're going to be called Cockwomble. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Oh my God! Like I'm st- <laughs> astonished he hasn't asked for it before. And like you say, mm. not only is he, I've only ever heard nice things said about him. They've ruined him on numerous occasions yeah. as well. Even when he was just like a baby face, holding on to a money in the bank briefcase and just not pu- pulling it down for yeah. some reason. Like even his um, "I want to leave" wasn't like this place. I'm out of here. It was like <clears throat> I've done everything I want, I can, and want to do. Here in WWE, the yeah. stuff I want to achieve, I have to leave the company. So just let everyone know, I've asked for my release. And they're like, surprise, you're here forever, basically. <laughs> well, you've it got, got years left on yeah, the contract.
2: Yeah, an undisclosed amount of years. Poor guy. A long time. How long was yeah. he, his
0: question, how long was Neville supposed to be contracted oh, for? man, he
2: sat idle for like a year, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, it was like a year when he was like, this sucks, so I'm around, going. I
0: saw him wandering around Newcastle City <laughs> Centre. Yeah. Not, not even a joke, that. Happened. I was walking... And I was walking and I was like, oh, that guy looks a little bit like Neville. From <laughs> Oh, it is, it's his pack, yeah. Uh, and yeah, they just went. Oh, I just, I just stay here, like, <laughs> stay in Newcastle. Well, there's no
2: stories in the United States, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> With Ali as well, like he's got the look. Like you see the most more recent pictures of him, he's goddamn ripped, and he's a handsome chap, and he can talk, and he can wrestle. He has everything. He's really oh, good. He's a slightly wrong ethnicity for Vince McMahon.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: wild. This I wild. promise. By the way, if you're a WWE fan listening, there will, there is some good news coming. We just have to do one final story about Vince McMahon giving up on Finn Balor, which was personified (laughs) on Raw this week. And it's something I've assumed for a while. We talked about it following Raw. You know, he does what he does on the main roster. Universal Championship gets injured. That sort of taints how they see him going forward from that, right? But then he, you know, gets effectively jobbed out to The Fiend at SummerSlam in a brilliant uh, launch pad for The Fiend, in my opinion. Yeah goes down to goes back down to NXT, reinvents himself, dominates, wins the world title,
3: comes back up, and he's in exactly the same place as he was before. He had a slight moment on SmackDown when he first came back up; like he was immediately thrust into the world title picture. He was just yeah. thrust no into the world title be picture him, yeah. at the complete wrong time. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. he <laughs> comes, Brock Lesnar, and bye bye, baby, <laughs> you're falling off the top rope. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then shoved over to Raw, and yeah, and now he's Vince McMahon's new playthings
2: beaten up guy and, and like yeah, yeah it's, it's been just co- a massive
3: sigh it's been complete
2: <laughs> pish this hasn't it just Finn Balor coming back to the main roster because the NXT run was good and uh he gets the Roman Reigns feud and you think fair enough at least we will get some good matches out yeah. of it and then your big match ends and this dope falling off the top rope after being revived back to life by his <laughs> theme music, mm-hmm. he's flopping around like a salmon on the floor. This is a 38-year-old man we're talking about here. Demon? What
1: What demon? Yeah. Who gives a crap
2: about I, that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've and fallen off the turnbuckle. Whoops. I, I
0: hate to come back to it, but as well, I do sometimes take a perverse pleasure. You know, like, sometimes we talk about this. You either, like, watch something or you... Search something on Twitter, for example, just to wind yourself up. <laughs> I take a perverse pleasure in reading, or I did at the time, reading those people being like, There's a story here. Yeah. <laughs> you wait till SmackDown. They're going to look. If you see Paul Heyman actually moves towards the turnbuckle, <laughs> and then the this guy over here actually, you can see, I don't know, lever Saliva
3: or something. Because Roman was so scared of Finn, they had to do these other dodgy <laughs> things around there. And then they just go, <laughs> Nope. On
0: to the next one, baby! Never speak of it again! I
2: had one uh, one guy in my mentions at the time, because I called it Pish, because it was, uh, saying it's clearly leading to a massive angle for the demon later down the road. You just have to let it play out. Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) What a load of nonsense. And already, you know, straight after that he goes back to being smiling, loser baby face. It sucks. It really sucks, but I think I don't think they've had much faith in, in, in Balor as a Main roster guy since he had to relinquish the Universal title. In that all, did mark in his, his card then, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but in better news, for fans of WWE,
0: Sami Zayn is going to be sticking around. He has not resigned, re signed uh, a new <laughs> contract with <laughs> WWE. No word on how long, but we can assume a few years. Probably, I would assume. Uh, the exact length of time that Kevin Owens has signed for. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: this it was less surprising um, off the back of the Kevin Owens news. But I still don't get whether you're WWE or you're AEW, people having fights on online about this. Yeah. Just be happy for the lad for me. Yeah. I know, I'm sure El Generico, or whatever he was going to be called could have done great things on the indie scene or yeah, AEW, obviously. But he, he wouldn't have re-signed if he wasn't having a nice time in yeah. WWE.
2: Yeah, like I think it's totally to be like oh i was quite looking forward to seeing sammy somewhere else that i that would have been cool yeah. i think it's quite co- okay to be like, a bit disappointed about that and also but also at the same time you have to go as a guy he's an adult man with a family and probably making a good living and you should probably respect his choice because yeah. you're not in his shoes um yeah i think this This makes sense across the board. Like I said this on the news this morning, Sami Zayn has totally figured WWE out. He has totally cracked the formula for how to stay in good favor, how to always be on TV always get some kind of focus no matter if it's in the main event or if it's on the lower card Uh, he makes the most of it he's very witty he's funny he's entertaining he's one of the best things on the show every week for me uh i don't need to see him with a world title around his waist i just like him being a bit of a dick
0: (laughs) as a heel
2: that's enough it's really entertaining and i hope he got a big bag as well imagine that imagine like yeah
0: signing his new contract and
2: and coming home and uh
0: the missus saying, oh, how was work? And it's like, well, I got paid a decent wage. <laughs> yeah, but you did have to take some bumps, didn't you? No, this week I fell on a crash pad. <laughs> yeah, a piece of piece. Yeah, piece of cake. Had a helmet on, it was fine. Boogs <laughs> just chucked me, and I went,
3: oh, yeah. really, oh that was awkward.
0: Oh, he's got a shot at
2: Chris Jericho's cardboard boxes if he feels like the crash pad's <laughs> too much. around in a shopping trolley for a bit. Yeah, nice.
3: <laughs> like... Think, like With both Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, like neither of them, be, if they left WWE, would be shy of offers. Like, no. Let's face it. They would be snapped up in an instant by absolutely every company that could possibly want to get their hands on them. So it's not like they're doing this like out of necessity that they have to go to WWE or anything. They know there is more out there. So obviously, they've done this because it's the right choice for them. And I think at the end of the day, you've just got to respect that. And obviously, Sami Zayn is also having a bloody ball on TV every single week. Uh, and like, if you listen to him on, um, was it Renee Paquette's podcast where he was talking about how like it goes against everything you sort of know about WWE, but he actually has a bit of like creative input yeah, and a yeah. bit of creative control over his character. And he's like creatively fulfilled within his role in WWE. Um, and if he's get, getting that out of it, he's obviously putting a lot into his character. Um, like he changes it up all the time. He's obviously loving it as he goes on and you can see that in his performances why the hell not stay no. there and get the massive massive paychecks on the biggest platform you can do
0: you know what he should do now now he's signed a new contract and he's got that potentially guaranteed money we haven't really you know do we let's be honest why don't him and Nakamura just go rogue when they have the IC title match and just recreate the takeover
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do Oh, no. <laughs> they put them into some, like, five-minute thing where Sammy has to try and cheat to win, and they're like, nah, we're going 20 minutes, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll just keep going.
2: The thing with these big-money contracts, though, is that if they do that, they might go, oh, well, budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're at the top of our spreadsheet now, Samuel. As realise our contracts do not work both ways? They are just for us and not for you. Yeah, <laughs> 90 days, pal, not for years. Just thought something as
0: well. We were just talking in the office because we have... Uh, we now have a whiteboard that features all of the pasty bets going on in the What Culture office. <laughs> just one. Currently, just one, but <laughs> I'm about to pitch another one. Okay, Here we go. The current one is between myself and Andy Murray, uh, that either. Scotty too hoty, hey. or Pat McAfee is going to be in the Men's Royal Rumble. Only fifteen names confirmed so far, so so
2: both could be
0: in. You're yeah. telling me there's a chance? <laughs> is that two pasties? If
3: both of them are in,
2: oh, we haven't discussed the terms, have well, we? We're also
0: trying to lose weight, so uh, maybe. <laughs> just one. At
2: what point do we tell them about the finical?
3: <laughs> oh, I think that's a
0: that's a breadcrumb. We'll leave that. Yeah, we'll leave LTS that. On. Leave that one there. Um, you're you're definitely spears. Another another pasty bet that I want to put forward: Sami Zayn's going to win Money in the Bank this year. Anyone want to take me up on that?
2: Well, I don't really want to because I would like to see it. Yeah. Me too, yeah. I don't see it happening, though. (laughs) I think
0: Sid will take me up on that. I'll take you up on that.
2: Okay. Shake, boys. Right. Anyway, there we the go, the I game. saw it's it. Gonna happen, it's definitely
0: not going to happen. It's <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not
3: going to happen. Imagine
0: how happy week. you will be buying that pasty
3: if it does
2: I happen, will be or? very happy to
3: hand
0: over that <laughs> <pass>.
2: <laughs> What are you going to do when Otis wins it again? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that
3: stream? I do remember
2: <laughs> that we
0: well, were stream. like, <laughs> imagine if it
3: was the fat lad who won
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <and> like, <laughs> and it fell in his hands. Oh and I f- almost forgot I was on a stream <laughs> for a second. You know, you animate yourself a little yeah, bit yeah. on the yeah. streams. you go, whoa, and everything happens. Just me and Phil going, what? What? Like a bloody goldfish. But yeah, (laughs) best look to Sami Zayn. And hopefully, yeah, I'd love to see Just in a title The one thing with Sami Zayn,
3: they've signed him to this new contract now. (laughs) He's making however much money he's making. He's going to be there for however many years he's going to be there. The one thing I want to see from this entire run is that goddamn documentary needs to be released. What happened to that? that, What was the other documentary they
0: pulled? The actual documentary they pulled.
2: Oh the the, the fan super one. fan yeah. yeah um oh my goodness I can't remember Vladimir I was going to say Victor and I was like He's Vladimir definitely not that. yeah Vladimir super fan for decades and decades yeah, yeah. they made it it's uh, apparently it's like done it's just it's can- cancelled for some reason <laughs> like, you've all this effort guy had cameras following him around for years of his life you don't even put the video out. Everything you need to do is <laughs> click publish on Peacock. There <laughs> that's all right. that's left. you spent all of the money. The right fannies work for that company, don't <laughs> they? Jesus. <laughs> right, I'm going
0: to channel my inner Michael Cole here. Switching gears now, uh, we're going to talk about AEW because
2: I've kind of buried the lead on this show. Is We've this a to- promotion I've literally never said anything nice about? It.
1: <laughs> see that? You see that on YouTube.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. That was part of our AEW backlash last week. Thankfully, that's calmed down a bit this week. Although uh, I did just record a voiceover that could me get me in a bit of hot water. I just no, realised. What are you doing? It's fine. Ill timed after Dynamite was pretty good this week. Yeah. <laughs> Not my fault. I, it's no. fine. Uh, but anyway, John Moxley uh, yes, had a sensational John. return on Dynamite,
2: and uh, by God, does he looked good. Andy looked about five years younger straight away, didn't he? It's like you saw the 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 kind of before and after image that went round on on social media and it's obviously very easy to cherry pick up an image of before from the heat of the moment or whatever yeah. but the, the change was stark like as soon as he came out um you knew straight away that he was healthier uh presumably happier uh it was just great to have him back um it was kind of horrible reading the you know after he entered inpatient alcohol treatment program did a bit of reading on what that actually entails and it sounds pretty horrendous um when you have to go to that level so when it's someone you watch every week on tv it's really kind of and you live vicariously through at times hmm. i think moxley in particular he was the AEW world champion at the height of the pandemic yeah, and, needed that didn't we yeah he was on tv like picking you up and telling you to call your grandmother and stuff and it was like uh, okay like wrestling's weird at the moment but this feels good <laughs> so seeing him struggle i think hit a lot of people but Obviously, nothing compared to what the man himself has been through. Great to have him back. I thought the whole segment was awesome. Uh, oh, the one-liners—he's always got the one-liners, hasn't he? I don't run from demons; so he's beat the sh out of them. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. I don't. The only thing I drink now is blood. Of course, there was one guy in the arena who wasn't having. Oh, such a, what a knob! What a funny, eh? I just—I did,
0: but he did also almost sort of. I'm not. Not. I'm encouraging this by any stretch of the imagination. It almost helped Phil because he came out and you're like, "Wow, he looks great." But what John Moxley are we gonna get? Who is he? Yeah, and yeah. he comes out and tells Straight him. away First thing he says is "F off" to someone. You're like, "Oh, it's the same old
3: Mox." Good, yeah. Straight away, like the fastest shutdown of a heckler at a wrestling show possibly yeah. ever. Like, nope, you're done. Get F <laughs> out of here. Go. <laughs> what
0: do you do? like? What do you think about the argument that some people made
3: of like, well, he's paid for a ticket and can say what he likes? I don't agree with that as, at all. Like. We saw it on a much smaller scale through all the defiant WCBW shows and stuff. Like, some people are just assholes, and they shouldn't yeah. be in places like, like this what because they ruin you it for absolutely everybody else.
0: Because it's not like, you know, like, on, online, I think it's partially to do with that, of, like, I can just say the worst thing I want online yeah. to try and get a reaction. But at least online, there is some anonymity, i.e., even if you're, you know, under your name, no one could physically come up to you in that moment and be like, the hell, are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, but standing there surrounded by AEW fans who are all ecstatic that this legend of AEW, who's gone through, like you say, such a tough time, has made it through, has come back for us and been like, haha. Let's yeah. remind him about his darkest times. Yeah. It's not
3: just like heckling a wrestling character that you don't like or something. No. I think like wrestling in general brings it out of people probably more so than any other form of entertainment because of the crowd interaction. Like it's a massive part of the show. Like it's encouraged for you to sort of be a part of the show within reason, obviously. <laughs> um, and so I think that kind of brings people out of the, the comfort, like, and just like gives them a bit more sort of boldness to say these kind of things. Um, but not that they should be said at all. And yeah. in that moment, like, you're picking that moment really to do this as this sort of hero returning to the company after one of the darkest times of his lives. It's like absolute oh. F Like Exactly. Moxley couldn't have put it better anyway. <laughs> and is it
0: is it wrong that, uh, you know, when he, when he went away, bri- prior to him going away, I should say, I thought, right, well, he's kind of had his time in the sun with that world title, and he'll be a nice sort of contender to face... Uh, hangman Page and, and do what Brian Danielson effectively did. Uh, my God, did he do it well as well? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I thought, all oh, right, well, he's going to sort of, you know, go off and, you know, turn heel and do some other stuff now. And now everyone seems to be back on, like, should we have another go with the title? When
3: the <laughs> I think no matter what Moxley does from this point on, it's going to be absolute gold because it's like just that kind of fire that was in his belly. Like, you know, he's he's obviously sort of missed it as he's been away and been through this terrible dark time and now, of like, finding the joy back in life. And this is a big part of it. And you can see it, like, in his kind of twinkle in his eye that he's, like, excited to be back and stuff. And just, I think, no matter what he does now, he's going to be absolute fire.
0: And it's sort of been surreptitiously
3: falling in the lap
0: in terms of you've got the Moxley return from Wednesday. Tonight, he's facing, good luck, Ethan Page (laughs) on uh, Rampage. He's a brave man to take that fight. But also, with Kingston's injury, I mean, it may well happen tonight. We suggested so on the Rampage
2: Preview, available wherever you get your podcast from.
0: But, like, that reunion with Kingston's going to be so emotional. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then the good news on that front is Eddie's only going to be out for two or three weeks as well. Yeah. Who comes back from a broken or- orbital bone <laughs> or a fracture or whatever <laughs> did, it was yeah. after that length of time? Shout out to Ray Phoenix as well, who's coming back mid-February. Yeah, I think yeah it was. mid-February yeah. from his uh, Jesus boot arm. Don't really. want to say
3: lucky when things like that happen to people, but my God, that's like yeah.
2: the best that could have possibly. Because that come out. thing was not in a good shape <laughs> when he landed <laughs> on that table, was it?
0: <laughs> really exciting. More on John Moxley in a little while, perhaps. Mm. But uh, it wasn't the only return
2: on Dynamite this week. Oh yeah, Stand, Andy. standing in the background, lurking away. The most important part of the Hardy family office. <laughs> Not, not that... Well, it was great Oh, to see. I thought you were talking about the butcher. I was happy to see him back.
0: Oh. I, I mean, let's happy to see him be a part of that, whatever
2: that bollocks is. Andrade Hardy family office trying to buy children from Sting. That's what yeah, I really? want from my... Their wrestling. office is also just a staircase. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're not doing that well, guys.
0: That's what I want from my wrestling. More business terminology, please. <laughs> um, I'm talking, of course, Andy, of the return of Free Agent Cody Rhodes. Oh,
2: oh the third biggest return on the show. What did you make of his pipe bomb? <laughs> uh, uh, it was equal parts amazing and complete rubbish, this promo, I thought. Uh, I wrote in my article, the ups and downs article on the website, it was a spot fest of a promo.
1: In it, had,
2: it was amazingly performed. His delivery was so good. He spoke from the heart. He was passionate. It was pouring out of him. Uh, peaked really high. Good crowd control Big moments. All the things you expect from a spot fest. But like... A lot of spot fests no substance whatsoever. <laughs> no, he mentioned about seventy different things with nothing to tie them together. At one point, he just negged Brody King for his name for some reason while he was trying to put people over. You've got to be confident to have the
0: name Brody, yeah. right? there Well, that's his name. Cody. Yeah. He and when come he come in and said, "My name's Brody now,"
2: and like I appreciate him trying to put like people like Ricky Starks uh, and the other folk, Darby, he mentioned in the promo over. But it's I didn't like he put Ricky Starks. I would just said his name. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like. A bit of focus here, man. You're bouncing from topic to topic. There's nothing to tie them together. The bit where he goes, oh, I was told I should save this promo for a later date. Yeah, you should have. You should have <laughs> saved about three quarters of this promo for a later date, mate. Because if the goal was to kind of rile people up after the contract news, which he mentioned once... Out of about a hundred different things in this promo, yeah. And Tony Khan sent really me a, directly. It was, yeah, he sent me a contract. Not like the, the contract one I wanted.
0: This was I, rubbish, guys. Like, I, I, I was. I'll just say this because I'm not riling up the AW base again because <laughs> I can't be asked. I'll do that. Um, <laughs> but I was astonished to see people being like, "This is an all-time a promo." I was like, "It's uh, uh, memorable." Delivery definitely, definitely, memorable. I read it. Right? I wrote it down for the AW Dynamite review. Read it and still thought. Have I written this down wrong? Because <laughs> it was just <laughs> so all over the bloody shot. Me and Hamlet sort of compared it to... Remember that Survivor Series where Triple H booked three WrestleMania matches for himself? <laughs> he's like, to fight Kurt and Braun and Shane and anyone else you fancy.
3: It's... I can't decide with this, like, what is my favorite route for this to take? Like, is Cody super self-aware and knows exactly what he's doing and how this comes across and he's just working everybody and it's really fun? Or does he have no self-awareness whatsoever? <laughs> he actually thinks this was really like top-level, pipe-bomb kind of promo. And I really can't decide which of those options. Very different folks in the yeah. room are my favorite. I think either way, if he, if he is doing this and he's kind of slowly working people and just having a laugh at the entire internet wrestling community's expense. Fair play. It's incredible <laughs> yeah. and hugely fair play to him. And especially like if you tie in what he's been doing in matches and things and like the fire and is he healed, is he not here? I think that just works amazingly. Or he might just completely lack self awareness and yeah. think he's actually the king. And 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 the whole time. Sean
0: Ross Sapp thing earlier on this week. No crap just sap Sean Ross Sapp a fight for select. Saying Got some big news coming and we're all speculating like well, is this trip something to do with Triple H and you yeah. know, his involvement within WWE? <laughs> and it's like Nope surprise Cody Rhodes is a free agent sorry what is an EVP of aew <laughs> you yeah. this all a big elaborate I,
2: I mean I, you know what I'm gonna say about this but a big elaborate work I there's a pretty decent chance this turns yeah. out to be a roads to the top storyline isn't yeah. there
0: didn't didn't you say <laughs> as he tweeted this, I think you were in the office and you went, Oh, he's completely undermined his own story by saying this could well just be a work. And it, basically. the sub it
2: it. There was a thing in the Q and a, uh, yeah, shortly after where Sean basically said it could turn into like a work shoot type <laughs> thing uh, when it's on, uh, when it's on roads to the top. Yeah. This is, I mean, Cody is the most chaotic man in wrestling. Yeah. Um, I, I love watching this stuff. It, he's all over the, like the promo. I've, I've just slagged it off a bit there, but the delivery was great. And it was, but it, it was all over the place, but it was fun to watch. Oh yeah, it I was, was definitely thick, entertained by. It. Yeah, yeah, it was like, what's what's he going to pluck out <laughs> of this yeah. guy now? You there in row four? I hate you. Let's have a ladder match. It was like, a. <laughs> it felt like just.
3: It felt like he didn't even reference the ladder for so long. Yeah, he's I, had this thing sitting there. I was
0: watching, so I'm watching this on Fight, by the way. I'm watching this on Fight. I didn't realize, for whatever reason, they'd gone to break. I thought he was just taking
1: fucking ages. <laughs> it's a big ladder.
0: A ladder. I was like jeez he's dragging this out he's trying to get some heat
2: I've changed my mind this ruled (laughs) but
0: then I then then I I thought towards the end of it I was like is the ladder there as a physical reminder right whatever you go out and say just remember
3: you've got a ladder match to
0: promote (laughs) it's like yep that's what we're here for Sammy ladder
3: match
2: beach and then all of a sudden he turns around and he's like
3: ladder match
0: that's what it was sammy one more thing as he's leaving well it was
2: actually a good example of long-term storytelling you see because they introduced the ladder as a form of foreshadowing for three weeks later when the promo ended and he was going (laughs) to reference the match
3: i love as well if he is just Dragging Sean Rossap into this and it is a massive work for a storyline. Now he's just <laughs> dragging his credibility of a oh. news person through the mud for, oh. his, for his wrestling storyline.
2: We call Sean Rossap Scoop Doggy Dog yep. in the office, of course, because he is the. I mean, no one's scooping like Sean nope, these days. He, he breaks everything. He's the guy. Well, apart um,
0: from the uh, big scoop that Meltzer had regarding uh, Shibata. So, um,
2: <laughs> uh, uh, Shabbat's crang brain. Yeah. <laughs> Meltzer with the scoop of the decades so far. Sorry, sh- Sean, you were behind <laughs> the press on that one. Speaking of
0: scoops, they scooped <laughs> his brain out yeah. so they could operate on <laughs> it.
2: I don't think Sean would ever post somebody as dumb as that, to be clear. <laughs> yes, I mean...
0: Right, now, before we get to uh, this week's bloody good quiz, uh, we are just over a week away from the Royal Rumble, Phil Chambers. You and I will be doing a live stream for it on a Saturday.
2: Delicious.
0: Saturday night, uh, Royal Rumble. We've done a fair bit about this. Me and the Dadley boys uh, just the other day did a podcast all about sort of contenders to win the Royal Rumble. But I'd, I'd like to know your your picks and your sort of outlandish guesses. We'll go into more detail on this, of course, on the sort of Wrestle Culture Royal Rumble Go Home next week. But is it as straightforward as Biggie and Bianca Belair, or could we see some surprises for you?
3: I think I don't know. It's it's a really hard one to pick this year because. They're not doing any kind of push with anyone (laughs) beforehand. Uh, So there's no one, obviously, in WWE's mind uh, running around in the background. So I think, like, Big E's an obvious shout, I think. Like, it seems like a no-brainer for Big E. And it's like a big crowd popper person that you can do and sort of re-get his main event push back on track. So resetting it. Yeah, yeah. And I think with sort of fire that he's been showing in promos and things, I think he could do a really good run of it and then, like, great promos leading up to WrestleMania, and it'll be a cool thing. Bianca Belair seems, like, logical for the women's. A weird part of me really wants Lita to win it. I know it flies in the face of, <laughs> oh, i new people. But Lita winning the Royal Rumble and then going on to WrestleMania, I'd be, I'd be kind of into that. You, you, you've got a it's,
0: it's almost multiple opportunities here, because, like, a bit like with, we talked about this, a bit like with Brock in the Rumble, you had the one-two of, like, okay, you win the Rumble, you get a title shot. But also, if you eliminate a champion chances are you'll probably get a title shot with yeah. them anyway. And with Charlotte being in there, yeah. and Lita obviously gonna be something being in there. there,
3: like something's happening there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think the biggest wild card for the Women's Rumble is, like, Bailey, And if she's actually going to be ready for it. If she is, 100% Bailey should win it and have the biggest WrestleMania moment you could possibly give Bailey because she <laughs> 100% deserves it <laughs> yeah. after what happened to her and how amazing she was over the silent era. Um yeah. So if yeah, if she's coming back, I'd go with wildcard card Bailey. And, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Bailey for my pick. Just just go with my
2: heart. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. my head. A uh, Bailey uh, eliminating both Bella twins to win the <laughs> match would be quite cathartic. <laughs> after oh, yes, last year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania yeah. wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Crazy stuff. This the, I don't have a particularly strong feeling about anyone going into this rumble really. That's yeah, like the problem. <laughs> yeah, like Phil said, there. Uh, it, the way it's kind of played out on television, for a while you might have gone, oh, Damien Priest hasn't lost in a year, but then he did lose on, yeah. on Raw this week. Not to say that that suddenly changes his rumble chances, but, like... It's a complete waste of energy. Yeah, defeated streak, though. Exactly, heading into <laughs> a like pay-per-view. Him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it? they've never done <laughs> that before, Charlotte's pay-per-view streak. Um <laughs> do But I don't... I don't... I was 50 now. <laughs> I don't get the impression that they're going to go with someone like Damien Priest. I think Big E's a really good shout. You can do him and Lashley again. Uh, they've, they've got history from the previous title change, of course, a good combo, and it means more Big E and Lashley in the title scene, which I'm okay yeah. with because I love both of those guys. Um, I've th- loved triple threats recently, Big E versus Roman and Brock. There you go.
3: Give him both and the Lashley. There we go.
2: Every <laughs> Big, large man. Beefy, beefy boy. Every large guy they have. Um, I think a more boring answer, unfortunately, is that if and I think there's a good chance of this happening, is that if one of Roman or Brock gets screwed by the other in their match and loses their belt, they could win the Rumble to get revenge. Yeah. Maybe they take out some person who's going to enter. Drew Gulak's over there, beat him up, take his spot, do one of those like they did with Brock in the Money in the Bank a few years ago where it was like, hey, Mustafa, you you think you're going to win this? (laughs) Yeah, so I think they could do that. On the women's side, Bianca going two in a row would be cool uh lita would be chaos i, I like yeah. that i do think it was weird how they scripted her in her comeback promo to say i've never been in a rumble <laughs> it before it was very a 2020 yeah a, whenever it was 2018 the first one hey did a goldfish <laughs> write that promo like <laughs> she was right there they got the footage uh, that was a bit strange but her and charlotte could be a fun marquee match bailey's a great shout asuka similarly if she's yeah. back um but i mean if i had the pencil for the book or whatever, whatever they write booking stuff on, <laughs> uh, I would go Bianca. Oh. Oh, I hadn't even considered she it was in, she was in 2K trailer. You, she is 22 trailer. Right. She's
3: actually alive.
2: So to so clarify, my Royal Rumble winners then are Lily and the Fiend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Bray Wyatt's, oh, there's a little bit. Hey, there. listen,
2: if it hits 30 and it goes, <laughs> the lights go out.
0: Do you know what always makes me feel bad around this time of year is I go on fiend at, Well <laughs> is I look at the odds, right? And it's like Brock's decent odds for the exact reason you mentioned there, mm-hmm. Andy. Biggie, AJ Styles is is looking good, almost. Let's hope not. Um mm-hmm. but then you look at the other end, right? And this you know, there's the preposterous ones. Vince McMahon, two hundred and fifty to one to win the Royal Rumble.
2: Arn Anderson. Yeah, <laughs> like that.
0: yeah, But then there's the people who like don't don't do this to them. I just feel like they're doing Robert Roode dirty, right? I love Robert Roode. I don't quite understand what skin color he's got right now. <laughs> but he's trains really hard, works really hard. He's like a, a great wrestler, 125 to 1. Shane McMahon's a hundred to one.
2: <laughs> well, when has, when has Robert Roode ever been the best in the world? Johnny Knoxville's a hundred to and one. It WrestleMania and he's in it to be like, hey, remember? Shane O'Mac match at Mania. I, it's not Mania without a Shane O'Mac. <laughs> I think there's genuinely a better chance of Bad Bunny winning the match than some, <laughs> probably at least half the full-timers in this. Yeah, yeah Bad Bunny back. He was great. Yeah, he was fun. He, the WrestleMania match was awesome. Get him in. Why not? Get yeah, his made Booker T along as well. Why not? That'd be good. They did, they did a song? Yeah. They did, yeah. Uh, I mean, I did they did a the song. Booker T stood there looking hard. <laughs> <laughs> looking real jacked. It was awesome. I love I love the bad I Wonder well, how song. easily he, ab- he approves that.
0: Uh, the most popular uh, singer on the planet would like to do a song about you yeah. and you want he wants you to stand there and look cool. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go away and think about this. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me phone <fool> my lawyer. <laughs>
0: Can I say shucky-ducky-quack-quack? Quack? Well, okay. We'll That's back an to extra thing. zero on my page. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, very much excited. It's one of those things that even, you know, even pessimistic people like Michael Sidwick has to sit here and say, <laughs> so what he is at the end of the day when it comes to WWE. He admits sure, it himself. Sure, um, sure. Even, even he says it's all over the bloody shop. It's, they don't know what they're doing. like you say, there's no real clear winners who haven't had... <coughs> Pretty crap 12 months, yep. or not even six months, let's say. Um, but it's still it's the still Rumble. The you still Rumble. become, you know, 12-year-old us going, yeah. anything could happen. There's no
2: such thing as a bad one. Even the Greatest Royal Rumble had, like, funny yeah. stuff, like Hiroki Sumi and Titus. <laughs> Titus. <Yeah>. Titus. <laughs> <laughs> and them trying to get the Ultimate Warrior in. Like, <laughs> and Yokozuna. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> sorry, mate, I think you're a bit late there. <laughs> and
0: now they get the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, maybe you should have renamed that one. Maybe, maybe. The WrestleMania chamber. Yeah. The
2: chamber-like structure, perhaps. Yikes.
3: Remember that? Box-like uh, structure. Even chamber's a bit harsh for over there. Uh, I don't
2: know. I don't know what they call it. Well, it's going to be a pay-per-view, isn't it? Can't wait. $50 million. Yeah, Get it. Always my favourite time to be a, a wrestling media person uh, on social media. Tweeting out my thoughts on the wrestling world is when these shows are going on. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let us know your thoughts on everything we discussed and on the Royal Rumble. We'll be doing
0: a sort of extended preview of it uh, on uh, next week's channel, and in a special dedicated podcast uh, all about the Royal Rumble. But let us know your thoughts at WhatCultureWWE. But enough all that. It's now time for a bloody good quiz. <laughs> and this week's quiz is brought to you by Will Terry 17 He will. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> Will, uh, if you want your name associated uh, with a hashtag bloody good quiz, all you need to do is subscribe to us on iTunes or, I believe, on Spotify. You can now do that and leave us a five-star
3: review. Will writes... How many podcasts have you done and still put this sort of surprise inflection on that? I I don't (laughs) don't Even (laughs) on Spotify. I don't really know. Three weeks later. (laughs) I still don't really know how to read our
0: ratings (laughs) on Spotify. But... If someone can help me, that'd be much appreciated. <laughs> uh, Will writes just a thank you from the bottom of my heart to the most awesome team in the world, the What Culture Wrestling Team. Can't put you over enough. I genuinely turned on Dynamite because of Sidrick's passion for it, and turned off Raw because of how dismal you guys pointed out it was. Uh, your podcasts are literally my favorite thing on a daily basis. Whether it's the games in the Tupa preview or the Rampage Wrap, I listen to all previews, reviews, roundtable discussions, and the bloody good quiz on Wrestle Culture every week because. Well, it's the best thing to be doing. Thank you, Will. Uh, I know he sent that to us uh, over Christmas, and I believe he had COVID during the time. So hopefully you've got well soon. Please give us an update on that. But hopefully we can get you through isolation with all of our wacky quizzes and games and podcasts, basically. Uh, And I thought this week's quiz could be all about John Moxley, of course, not Dean Ambrose. John Moxley, nice. this quiz. Uh, great to see him back in AEW, just back in a wrestling ring. Really I'm here, so I can't see the answers. <laughs> uh, usual rules: ten questions, multiple choice. Shame your name. Wait for me to come to you. And most of all, it's just for fun, guys. Okay. Question number one: What job did Mo- John Moxley say he would have done had he not been a pro wrestler? Is it policeman, firefighter, sandwich maker, or astronaut?
2: you <laughs> imagine that man in space?
1: <laughs>
0: Andy. Firefighter. Yay! A Specifically a forest firefighter.
2: Loves the trees, man. Loves them trees. Try I've to. always said that about John try he to trees. He lives in Vegas, of course. They are. <laughs> try to. Because tre- all of the to. The
0: forests of Las Vegas. <laughs> Try to trick you with the sandwich maker thing in there. We all know about his love of sandwiches. Maybe another question on that later that might be my favorite question. <laughs> you didn't put his real career path on their foot, did you? What's that? Titty master. <laughs> <laughs> More on that in course. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> question number two. Uh, we all know about John Moxley. Uh, he's had several WWE tryouts. The most obvious one is that one against Val Venus. But he once teamed with the now LA Knight in a handicap match tryout Against who? <coughs> this was on either Heat or Velocity. I can't remember. I was looking on Cage Match a yeah. Handicap match for a WWE tryout. <laughs> like, him and LA Knight versus. Jesus. Come on. Sorry, the words has. of uh, Ben Roy Turner versus. That's Was it against Viscera, <laughs> Big Show, Mark Henry, or Kane? Or Finley? What? What? <laughs>
2: What a bizarre combination of people. Ooh. About
0: 2006, yeah. I want to say this.
2: I'll, I'm going to let Phil play his hand uh, first uh, because okay. I want them to eliminate an option. Phil, see, I was going to go
3: for Finlay just because it seems like the odd one out, let's face it. But maybe you just put that in there to try and make us pick Finlay, thinking, oh, I'll get them, sneaky little thing. I'm going to go with Mark Big Show. Mark <laughs> Big Show. Just to clarify, your
2: answer is. <laughs> Big Show. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping it was Viscera. Yeah, me <laughs> too. <laughs> During the Shagger era.
0: Regardless, like, really like a good... Let's see what you can do out there
2: with Big Show chucking you uh, around. <laughs> Handicap <laughs> yeah. that
0: match as well. Like, yeah. Come
3: on. Give people a chance. Okay. Uh,
0: allegedly, according to reports, one each, by the way, uh, which movie gave him the name John Moxley? Was it? Robin Hood, Prince in tights. Was it? <laughs> Many times. Uh, Remember the Titans, The Replacements, Varsity Blues, or Any Given Sunday? Uh, Football Phil, movies. Phil, why not? What were they again? <laughs> Remember the Titans, The Replacements, Varsity Blues, or Any Given Sunday? The first one. Remember the Titans, a Denzel Washington joint, if I'm not mistaken. No, dear, that's wrong.
2: I've not seen any of these. Um, oh, Any
0: Given Sunday is an absolute banger.
2: I only watch cartoons like Spirited Away now. Um, <laughs> Love your manga. Yeah. Anime, is it? I don't know. A hentai, it. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, Technicals and that. <laughs> oh. My Neighbor Pokemon. I actually like Studio Ghibli films. I'm not just being a fanny. Um, <laughs> right. Where am I at? Uh, Terminator, do you say that? Uh, repl- <laughs> replacements,
0: Varsity Blues or Any Given Sunday? Uh the replacement where the varsity blonds got their name from. Ooh. I, I can't tell you how many times I tried to write varsity blonds
2: <laughs> right this quiz. Uh, the replacements that are also a band, John Moxley likes music. So I'm going for that. I doubt John Moxley No dear, that's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> it was actually
0: Varsity Blues. Uh. Uh, apparently the James Van Der Beek's character is called Jonathan Moxon. Hey, that's our yeah. mate on Twitter, isn't it? James Van Der Beek. Not, not that one. <laughs> oh. The one from Dawson's Creek. What's he, he at the moment?
2: Brody Crang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a character called Jonathan Moxon, and I think they just, he was like, oh, he's like that character, and they just couldn't remember what he, were, John, Jonathan uh, Mox, 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 Moxley? Yeah, bollocks. <laughs> that, basically. Uh, so that's how he ended up allegedly being uh, John Moxley. Still one each. Question number four: uh, Which wrestler did John Moxley idolise growing
2: Andy, up? Andy Terry Funk.
0: That's not called Terry Funk.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which other wrestler, other than Terry Funk, <laughs> did John Moxley idolize whilst growing up? According to <laughs> me,
2: the <to> tear that. <laughs>
0: according to I uh, know the internet was it <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. Jake the Snake, Shawn Michaels,
3: or Bret Hart? Bill. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> uh,
3: I've got to go for Jake the Snake.
1: No, dear. Ah. That's wrong. Freaked you. I'll let you have a
0: go. Oh, what were the other ones? <laughs> uh, Dusty Rhodes, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart.
2: Dory Funk Jr. <laughs> uh, dus- Dusty.
1: No, dear. Oh, that's Brett. wrong. Bret.
2: Brett. Oh, wow! Brett. That's going to be my second Oh, one. I would have gone for the rugged charm of yeah.
3: Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. I thought it was just the promos of the GX. Yeah,
0: I started right now and I was like, I've, Brett, I was like, the answer's is Brett, obviously. I put Sean, I was like, there you go. This yeah. thing, and y-yang, some y-yang, rugged gas. And gaps. then I was like, yeah. I put uh, Randy Savage and I was like, nah. And no one's buying Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, still one each. Question five How many days was John Moxley AEW oh, World nice. Champion? Was it? 217 days, 237 days, 257 days, or 277? Bill, 257.
1: No, dear, that's wrong. <laughs>
2: 77. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <Yay. laughs> it was the best part of a year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Very impressive. Revs to winter is coming. Okay. Uh, question six. Two, one, Tandy. All to is veer still coming? Speaking of the word coming. Uh, I mean, coming now.
3: He was yeah. back on RAW, wasn't he? He's coming again. He, he was. was coming again. If he isn't, he should see a doctor. Check <laughs> really. out, check
0: out the RAW review for Michael Sidgwick pointing out to all of us that they've done those weekly videos. Veer is coming. Veer is coming. Veer is coming. This week they posted the video. Veer is biding his time. <laughs> Veer is on vacation. Have he might get a huge pop of the Rumble.
3: Hi. Has Veer ever? Like have those things ever changed or is it literally the same video every single I week? I skip past it.
0: There's some it.
2: stuff about lions sometimes yeah. and a poor guy. He's Emilina, isn't he? <laughs> that's, that's a weird comparison. <laughs> but you know, vignettes, 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 and then yeah. <laughs> he'll come out, he'll wave a bit, and then he'll <laughs> turn around. <laughs> See ya later. Has got-
3: <laughs> uh, right, question six. With- or it'll be the Eva Marie gimmick and beer has got stuck in trouble.
0: <laughs> 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 that actually would be the
2: part. I like that gimmick. His old mate re emerged this week. The other oh, yeah, half of been this year, yeah? He's uh, hanging out with Grayson Waller now, so <laughs> maybe Veer should talk to Grayson Did Waller you, about it. I can't a job. remember who tweeted it to us today. I do apologize. I
0: think it was Fraser Cranium. If it isn't, I apologize to whoever it was. And credit to you, Fraser Cranium, for just being there on Twitter. Um, but they tweeted a picture of uh, Grayson Waller and Saurav, or the new Saurav <laughs> character with. Mom, can we have MJF and Wardlow? No, we've got, <laughs> we've got MJF and Wardlow at home. <laughs> right, question six. Uh, with which former NXT star did John Moxley hold the WXW tag team titles? Was it Sammy Callahan, Juice Robinson, Cassius Ono, or Malachi
2: Black?
3: Phil Callahan.
2: Yay! Switchblade e. Conspiracy was their yeah. name, I think. It sounds like a, like a new metal band, so <laughs> it really I mean, doesn't does. it? Turn on Karag in 1999. <laughs> Here
0: it is. It was interesting as well, because I can't... Re- let me just look at these. I was looking it up, and I got very excited reading about this. Where are we? What date is it? That's it. Yeah, the Switchblade Conspiracy held the titles for 310 days. But do you know who held them before John Moxley and Sammy Callahan?
2: Kings of Wrestling.
0: Shah Samuels. <laughs> The cartel with Terry Frazier, and following that, uh, they were vacated mm. um, and they were held by the Oberhausen Terror Corps, held by Carnage and WCPW legend Bad Bones. Ah, oh. nice.
3: Big Shout bones. Out to Bad Bones.
0: Right, so is that, that's, that's two each, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go for yeah, that. Well, we'll sure. St- <laughs> uh, now, this is an either or question. It's a really good question, this Bill. as well. Or. <laughs> Uh, if you get it wrong, the point will go to your opponent. Okay, which nipple <laughs> was n- once nearly severed? Bill. left. A, in a John Moxley match with Jimmy Jacobs, you're saying left. Yeah, why not? Andy, left. <laughs>
1: Oh. It was his left
0: nipple. All right, we both get that one <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you, you might need your fingers on buzz on this one. This actually, I've just remembered, it is my favorite question. Okay, I'll question. play that really long song.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> the end.
0: Question eight John Moxley was in the film Cage Fighter Worlds Collide. All right, it was Jonathan Goodman. But, like, <laughs> come on, I wanted to write this question, so piss off. What is his name in Cage Fighter Worlds Collide? Is it Randy Stone, Aroused Rock, <laughs> Lusty Boulder, or Horny Pebble?
3: Bill. Randy Stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> aroused
2: rock. <laughs> <laughs> I like horny pebble. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had a lot of fun writing that question. Aroused rock. A uh, little insight into behind the scenes here. Um Sometimes, if we've got time in the office, <laughs> and we've done all our work for the day, if the bosses are listening, <laughs> we have the quiz in the office, not with the people obviously who've done it on wrestle mm-hmm. Culture, but usually with the Dadly Boys, and let's just say it gets quite competitive. <laughs> I really hope
2: well, one side. I
0: really, I really hope one of them's desperate to get a point, and I, that question's kind of <laughs> crucial to it. And they go for,
1: uh, what, what did <laughs> you say? Orny chucky. Or Chucky? Well, uh, <laughs> lusty
0: boulder. <laughs> My porn star name that. <laughs> right, question nine. Is that four two? Still a chance to get it back Ooh. in this, Andy. Two more questions. A bit more. Okay, question nine. <laughs> I was doing a bit of looking online and found a thirty-one chapter fan fiction story <laughs> featuring John Moxley. Who's okay. he shagging in this? Uh, well, I don't think he's shagging. I think it's like fantasy booking more than. Oh, anything. okay. It's the it's the what's, Riley Morgan what's series. The point? the if, yeah. if you if you know you know the Riley Morgan series, you know. Ah, oh, it's another one of their mangas, isn't it? Right. Okay. <laughs> Cartoons. What what is the name of this 31 chapter fan fiction? Is it The Lunatic Twinge? (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure it isn't a porn? (laughs) Love During War. (laughs) Wednesday Night Law. It's The Fiend. Titty Master. (laughs) Andy Titty Master. Is that... Because you think it's the answer or you want it to be the answer? I want it to be the answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, dear, that's wrong. Uh,
3: the second one. Love during war. Yeah, yeah it's too boring, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mine are, my names are far better. <laughs> right,
0: final questions, just for fun, this one. It's about the titty master. It's not about <laughs> the titty master, but it is about the thing The titty master loves most after tea. T- t- yeah. <laughs> uh, what, according to his book... There was a two-page spread I saw about <laughs> I have
2: this. I have this in
0: my bookshelf and I've not read it yet. Right. There's a two-page spread on it, complete with drawings, <laughs> right? All about sandwiches. Oh. He bloody loves sandwiches, all right. John Moxley. But according to this book, and the bit that I read of it, just in case people are like, hey, it says about something else, right? <clears throat> oh, he talks about peanut butter sandwiches, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. According to the book that I read, the bit of it I read... What is he, one of his favorite sandwiches to eat? Is it a baked bean sandwich?
2: <laughs> <laughs> is, sandwich. It, is it
0: a banana and turkey sandwich?
2: Okay, so you've gone mm. through two office in-jokes <laughs> <laughs> already. Is, is it
0: a crisp sandwich? If you say leg sandwich. Or is I mean, it, that's Hamlet's favorite sandwich, isn't it? Or is it a ham and Oreos sandwich? Okay, that's just grim. <laughs>
2: Andy ham and Oreos.
1: No, dear. Ah, problem.
2: bomb. Ooh, well, it's not the first one. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> or if it is, incredible. Yeah. Um, what was it? Turkey and banana. But not banana, banana and turkey, or crisp sandwich. Yes. I hope it's just a crisp sandwich because <laughs> turkey and banana is also a really weird. Crisps.
1: Yay! Hey!
3: Josh Brown.
0: It is a crisp sandwich. Uh, if you, I could just show you here. There you go. Can you see? Oh, wow. He's got. <laughs> yeah, he's actually got the four pillars. You know AW's got the four pillars, Andy? Yes, sir. He's got the four pillars of sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> ready? Okay. okay you know, no, Get your notepad ready. Let's do it. bread, one of them. Bread. Bread, <laughs> okay. One, one,
3: one of the major pillars. <laughs> Ingredients. Oh I yep. know what you're thinking. You he's maxed those. out there. <laughs> yeah. That's two pillars and you're done. Uh, it depends what plate you're putting it on. The presentation is... Balance.
0: Ooh, hello. And my personal favourite, which is why he's got the, uh, the illustrations in particular in the book. Go and get it. Right. The fourth pillar. Entry point. <laughs> 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 so he's got a pretzel here, and he's like, whole pretzel, no entry point. Bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you cut a pretzel in half... Multiple, as you can see there, multiple entry points with arrows and (laughs) everything. What's he doing?
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's having a really nice time with his sandwich. I hope I'm not breaking any rules here,
0: but I'm going to read a sentence here because it it tickled me when I read it. The first bite of a sandwich should strike a perfect, harmonious balance of all the ingredients. (laughs) And the sandwich should maintain its structure.
2: Put a bit of cardboard in, you know.
3: (laughs) Structural integrity. Very important. Triangles, triangle sandwiches, that's the strongest shape. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they can't flop, can yeah. they? <laughs> he really puts that's over.
0: That's I make my sandwich bridge. <laughs> he really puts over uh, Wonder Bread in this and says, one of my favourite sandwiches is a chip witch. A chip witch. Wonder Bread, a handful of potato or tortilla chips, miracle whip. Done. That's it. I thought it was another
2: knockdown. What's you know? miracle whip? Is that is some kind of mayonnaise oh, thing? No, is always it? wondered. Uh, let us know, please, on, on Twitter, American listeners, because I'm very curious. Wait, is it? there's a note here. I've realized the podcast finished, but I'm, I'm on this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right. He's got a little asterisk in the thing at the bottom. That's right. I said Miracle Whip. Whip. I understand most people prefer mayo. Okay. And that's fine. But don't dare call Miracle Whip, and it's Tangy Zip.
3: Gross. <laughs> miracle Whip, and it's Tangy Zip. <laughs> Americans. Please let us know what the hell Miracle Whip is. send us some. Yeah. Send us some. Will, it, will they make Miracle Whip travel well? I, I sense no not. Yeah, Americans. See if Miracle Whip will travel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> send us bit of
0: Right. Well, congratulations oh. to you, Phil Chambers. You Thank are the you. winner of this week's quiz on Ooh. Wrestle Culture. Let us know your favourite weird sandwich fillings <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> at WhatCultureWWE, and uh, yeah, what you would compare other than mayo, Miracle Whip. Watch uh, air on Twitter. You can follow all three of us. Of course, you can follow Phil Chambers at.
3: Fill my chambers with Miracle Whip. <laughs> uh,
2: you can follow Andy
3: H. Murray, Matt.
2: Uh, Andy, at Andy H. Murray, uh, my favourite sandwich, which is what the H stands for. is habanero and. He could have just said ham. <laughs> ha, 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 ham habanero, Right. And. cow. <laughs>
0: Okay, follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at What culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast
2: I should have from. said hamburger. That's a sandwich. But my th- now, my thanks, to Andy, Phil. Thank you for joining us. We
0: will see you soon.
1: I culture
0: in front of a live studio audience.
1: Wrestling sandwich.